Hello, entrepreneurs. This is Joe DeChara with another awesome episode of Bedrock University. And I have a very special guest today, somebody that's been doing this for a very long time. She is a, a worldwide expert in what she does. She is an international best-selling author. She's written six books. I really don't have enough time to, to go into all of the stuff she's done. What I'd like to do is introduce you to Leslie Flowers, and I'll let her talk about who she is and what she does. How are you, Leslie? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you? I'm great. I am so glad that we finally connected. I've been following you on Facebook. We've been going back and forth for a couple of months now. Yeah. And yeah, we had a great conversation yesterday and you enlightened me. And I'd like to start off by you telling our audience what it is you do, what makes you unique, you know, what they're going to get out of this and let's take it away. Okay, so you have uh, several hours. No, <laughs> I'll do it briefly or we'll bore your audience. So my name is Leslie Thomas Flowers. I've been in personal development for 25 years. In the last 12 years, hyper-focused on learning and teaching the principles of success in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I studied with Bob Proctor and Paul Martinelli back in 2008 and 2009 and stepped out on my own. I've studied a lot of different disciplines over the 25 years and have now, over the last 12 years, some, I have some 14,000 hours, over 100 masterminds, and right now a, a 14,000 hours studying, speaking, teaching, writing, and the last seven years, I've taken my work specifically to women so that they'll ask for what they deserve and get paid. I have unique concepts on what confidence is. For example, there is no class for confidence. It's a byproduct of something else that we do. So I love doing that. And I have a number of different concepts. You know, if you have stayed in any field for 12 years, you've got them too. Right? So um, that's a little bit about me. I have two children, two grandchildren. I'm a nanopreneur and an uber nana. And anybody who has grandchildren and is an entrepreneur knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right? Yes. So, so I, go ahead. I apologize. Yeah. So when I got connected with you, when I first started seeing what you were doing, what attracted me was your, your Napoleon Hill connection because I'm a huge Napoleon Hill fan. Yeah. And after speaking with you, I realized, yeah, you're a student of Napoleon Hill, but you took it to a whole nother level. You took it sort of like what I did, but I'm nowhere close to where you are with this because you've developed your own uh, course, your own philosophy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I'm really excited because you, you started explaining this to me yesterday and I, I said, let's hold off, let's go through this for everybody. And now what, what do you call this exercise now? So uh, I, it's called belief engineering. 
Okay, so the, the simplest way to understand it is we can't see what we believe, but we can tell by our results. So our results are going to exceed or match what we believe we're capable of and or deserving of. So that is the hitch for women. We've only been in business three decades. So we would not have the confidence. We would not step up for something that we weren't prepared for. So we do not believe that we're ready or deserving yet. All we really have to do is learn these basic principles, which are timeless, which men have used for 5,000 years, but it's not as powerful in the sense that it's inherent. It's automatic for men. They'll step up for an opportunity, even if they don't know how. It's just kind of in their nature. But, you know, if we did this at home with women, we would do that too. But in the business world, since we're kind of newbies, we're not going to stick our neck out until we're sure we know what we're getting into. So I'm teaching on purpose how to apply these principles that men have been using so that rather than the wage gap closing 2054, which statistically that is what it is for men and women working at the same job, my personal goal is 2025. And over the last five years, all my clients have no wage gap. So the difference is that piece of learning how to not only learn those principles, but then practice them in your everyday life. So then they become inherent. And which, by the way, <laughs> which will put women ahead of men. Because, see, men don't know about this. They use it. I mean, they don't actually use those inherent behaviors to influence specific results. We will, and we do. Okay, let so, me let me stop you there. I'll stop you a couple of times because you've made please. a lot of points that I want to bring out. Okay. Uh, first thing, you know, I've heard for a long time: begin with the end in mind. So <laughs> you're talking about looking at your results, right? So don't you have to know what you want the results to be first? Yes, well, there's two ways, absolutely. One way you can get this stupendous idea, right, this wild and crazy idea while you're driving down the main street in New York without any stops, right? You get this idea, that's one way. And that is creative imagination, and I'll explain how you get that idea. Okay. The other way is when you do it intentionally. So basically, the result you want is your goal. But now you're saying that women, and I believe this, you're one of the first people that, that have actually verbalized it. I, I believe it because what I've seen, number one, from my mother. My mother used to do Tupperware. I mean, she's still creating stuff. Mm -hmm. And she always made money. Mm -hmm. And that was when women weren't entrepreneurs and business people. So to me, it was normal. It was growing up. I said, oh, my mom does this. But in business, I've seen women get stifled, uh, 
Yeah, and basically, I guess what you're saying, you know, they don't teach this in school. They don't teach you confidence. No. So no, it's... Because, no, you can't because they don't teach you... Confidence is a byproduct, and they don't teach you what the source is, right, which is actual, and it's another conversation, but the source of confidence is consistent achievement of your goals in spaced intervals over time but the caveat is i have never in 12 years met anyone in high school or university that ever was taught how to set a goal where you'd have your best shot at achieving it where you could almost predict it so part of the work i've done over the 12 years for my clients and working with women is a, a series of benchmarks check marks Right. right we don't have those we do now you're talking um, about like little victories right well no um no so so if you're going to begin with your results so you can either get this idea and that's what you're going to go for or you decide you want a new car let's just say that's it uh your car is in bad shape you got to have a good reason why so it can't drive it well, it, it can't be selfish, right? So it's got to have a reason why. And if, let's say, it's your dream and you've always wanted this car, you decide that this next couple of quarters, you're going to do move heaven and earth to get that two-seater Mercedes that you've been eyeing forever. And you're working and you deserve it, right? So that right. is the result you're going for. Okay. And you, so then what you do is, you move it to step number one to your conscious mind as though it was one of those wild ideas you were driving along it all begins in your conscious mind with the image of what it is you want right i got it. so one other question and then i'd like you unless you have something else to add i'd like to go through this unbelievably interesting exercise Okay. You keep saying if we deserve it or if we believe we deserve it. Can you, you know, expand on that? Well, as a woman, right, and, and a trailblazer, that's my tagline. I've always been out in front and taken a beating for it, but most people are who are out in front. There are as many yes. that don't like you as do, right, which is an issue. So um, ask me that question a different way. Does your beliefs, and I don't know if this has to do with women or I think it's, it's the same. Do your beliefs stop you from realizing what you want to achieve? Absolutely. And the distinction for women is different than men. Okay. So you noticed I said um, that they believe they're capable of or deserving of there's no question that we're capable of now men don't have that because they don't have that lack of deservability it's already built in i'm gonna step up for the job and i'll figure it out when i get there so there's an inherent confidence right kind of a collective consciousness for men anybody who's worked in corporate like i did for 45 years i can tell you uh, very often the man would stand up and get the job and it was all the women in the department that did the work right <laughs> right because they didn't know how to do it but they had the, so so there is no lack of deservability they believe 
that they should have that position and they're going to do whatever it takes. We want to do the same thing. Okay. The difference is, is that our lives, it's, it's not a safe place yet. We haven't been doing that for 5,000 years. So we have a whole cluster and men do too, but in terms of business, a cluster of beliefs that as soon as we go to stick our neck out, immediately we're stopped by it. Like, who do you think you are? You're not smart enough. Better you should play small and do some observing. And it's designed to, when you were seven or eight, to protect you, but as an adult, you have to create a new belief that you create that has enough weight once it becomes a belief to shut down the old ones. Now, the old ones you didn't create. They were by default from people you love up until six or seven. When you reach the age of reason, the people around you, their beliefs became yours. Straight into the subconscious mind where they live like the truth and you can't see it. So you believe what your parents believe. And then people that you respect and authority figures you'll create. And how that happens is through repetition. So, so, so the, the idea is that what I'm going to show you is how to engineer a new belief. Now, the old beliefs are strong. They've been squawking at you for decades, right? They are well-practiced. They are actually an enemy. I mean, and, and, and really it's about keeping your enemies closer rather than not paying attention. Actually, what you resist will, per, will persist. So don't resist figuring out what you believe all you have to do is look at your results okay that, if you don't have the bank account and you don't have the lifestyle or you don't have the relationship you're capable as long as you're capable of doing those things you don't believe yet that you deserve it okay so that that's thank you so if my results aren't mm -hmm. what i want Correct. i gotta go back to my beliefs is that no, you just start where you are. Kabbalah Raza. Okay. How about okay, we do so your, your little exercise now? Want me to like, do my thing? All right. Yes. All right. So, so let me show you this. And I'm showing it to you two ways so that if, you're, if it's confusing, listen, it's okay to be confused. It took me 12 years to be able to share this simply, right, so that people get it. I had to do it 20 times before I was able to do it for someone else. And I've changed the complete model of the stick man, which okay. is what Proctor and Martinelli have used for decades. I wanted my own version. I'm not gonna stand behind someone else. I love them. They gave me great training, but you know what? My stuff's good too. All right, so let me show you. Okay, awesome. Oops, I don't wanna go that way. I wanna go this way. Oh, sorry, people. All right, we'll go here. And... Okay, so this is belief engineering, just three slides, real easy. What we're gonna do is take thought energy, ideas are a form of energy and they're always here. They're always circulating and I'll show you in a minute how it works. So you could look at this as alchemy, Okay. And one of the anecdotes that I love to talk about is Merlin the Magician. You know, we were convinced 
that the magical powers that he evoked were overnight. What if they weren't? What if it took years? And what if you're an alchemist? And you are. We all are. It's pretty wow. exciting. We all can make magic. And it's interesting, when I was 12, I always dreamed about being able to perform magic. And now I'm performing it. And so are you. The cool thing is to distinguish what you're doing to make the magic so you can repeat it. And that's what I'm going to show you. It's really okay. fun. Okay. So um, my new uh, series is called Setting Your Own Pace, which is being okay with whatever you want to do as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Women have okay. an issue with that. All right, so remember I said that, you know, your results are gonna match what you believe. Now, this transmutation of radiant energy, which is simply thought energy, I have an idea to create a mouse for technology. I have an idea that's thought energy, that all ideas are already here. What happens is they flow from that form of thought energy through form and back into form. Or if between one and two, you lose your pizzazz, they'll wash right through you into someone else's mind. How do you um. know that? You know that happens, right? Tell me a time when you've had an idea and didn't follow through and someone else did it right so all the, the time exactly which shows you that all ideas are here you're never given an idea that you can't accomplish the trick is you gotta want it a lot you have to have a reason why it has to be burning as napoleon hill says it a burning desire is built on a very specific definite purpose with a big why. If you don't have that, you're going to get down the road and you're going to go, what am I doing? I'm no longer interested in this because you didn't have something that was burning in you. You get to pick it. So either you get the idea and it pops in your, uh, your mind. It's a four-step process to manifest. Now, it's not that easy because here's the deal between one and two once it gets in your mind you have to begin visualizing what you want very clearly okay can i can i ask you a question now please of course i'll let you so talk. i think about you know i watched uh walk before mickey i don't know if you saw it was uh, on netflix and i didn't realize this guy was flat broke i mean you have to see the story. Uh, it was sheer tenacity because he wouldn't give up. Now, who was this? Who was this? Walt Disney. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He would not give up. And, and I believe, like, I have this burning desire to help people start business. I can't get it out of my mind. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, and it has to be really narrowed down. Focused. 
I mean, it, it, it can't be just people, right? Because it has to be based on a very specific person that you want to help and why you want to help them. And what, so that's like why you are targeting women. Yeah, because I decided in 2013 when I heard the figures of the, the, uh, uh, the wage gap, I kind of got the kiss from the universe because I had been, I was 13, I started in 2008. So I've been teaching this to men and women for five years with stellar, a, a crazy results, right? And right. then in 2013, uh, the uh, North Carolina Council uh, for Women, which was headed by Beth Briggs, got a study done, the second actually 10 year study from the Institute of Women's Policy Research in Washington, D.C., and we were at a luncheon and it said it's going to be 2054 in the executive summary. And like, I got this whole big vibration because I love teaching it, but I didn't know why I was doing it other than I love to articulate complex concepts in simple forms. So finally I knew, oh my God, this is exactly why women are waiting. They don't know about these things. I know yes. if, when they know about it, they'll be cool. They will deserve it. They will, you know, earn what they deserve. They won't be afraid or believe that they're not deserving. And so I set out to figure out how to simplify this so anybody could do it. Okay. So, all right. So we have the idea. That's number one. Right. It pops into, that's the, all ideas are here. Pops into your mind. Now between two and three is where the hard work is. This is where every day you're thinking about it. You're taking steps toward it. You're very, very busy. So it's easy to be distracted. So there are ways and methods to keep it top of mind, to keep it in front of you because what you want is moving toward you at the same vibration you're moving toward it. Okay. So let me take you through this just quickly. So it okay. goes through for, so let's say it gets to number three, which is your subconscious. That is your heart of hearts. That's where it becomes a belief. But between two and three, people will talk you out of it. Circumstances are going to change, right? It's usually several months. You have to be willing to work between two and three, right? And, and that's what my program does. And we're in our 26th quarter. And so everybody has had 26 business goals in consistent, repeated intervals over time. Therefore, they're completely confident and they're earning exactly what they pay. They just were missing that bit. So then it goes back into form. Now, I want to show you this other model. Now, you get this. So the idea comes to you in your conscious mind, in your mind. You decide, oh, I really love this. You build a picture of what you want. Um, and then you start thinking about it. And you talk about it. And you meet with experts. And you go drive the car, right? I mean, you're in love with it. It's kind of like a toddler who's going for the cookie at five o'clock. Yeah, yes. Got it? Like, they will climb and risk their life. They don't care if they don't get dessert. They don't care. They will scream, cry. They will do anything to get the cookie they have a burning desire and we could learn a lot from them wow okay yeah. 
abs that is the distinction their vibration is so high it they will cause you to let them have the cookie and wow they, is they, that they, why people say you know think like a child yes i mean i hear this all the time you know think like a like a six-year-old because exactly. they don't know about boundaries no they'll well they have no real they don't have a lot of beliefs they have the ones their parents gave them okay but they they're they haven't really created a conscious awareness yet so let me show you this okay all right so this is even simpler oh cool okay so this is my model all right now after doing using the stick man which everybody who's worked with bob proctor and life success all around the world knows what the stick man is i will tell you that i had to do it 20 times before i could ever teach it once it's extremely simple but understanding it and then internalizing it and turning it around so that you can explain it in someone else's context takes something now here's step one so the idea is in your conscious mind either it's popped in or it's something that you wanted with this is belief engineering so it's like the new car or whatever rather than driving down the road and getting this idea for a new widget right that you fall in love right now what happens is your conscious mind is bombarded with information all the time and okay. it's it's very hard to focus these days right we have a sensory overload one of the particular issues with women is we come out of five thousand years with 20 goals every week and the biggest one of the biggest challenges with women in the law of pace and setting the pace is only picking one goal per quarter because we would manage everything for 5000 years the food the potatoes the lunches right and everybody would come out smelling okay but in business it doesn't work that way you right. pick one goal every quarter and women are very resistant to this because it's against their nature Right. I, it would be like sending all the men home to take care of the family. You, oh, you have to learn how to shop and make sandwiches <laughs> and oh my God. Right. So there's a learning curve. So what happens is between one and two, this is the challenge. This is where you're refining your definite purpose. This is where you're laying out the tasks to reach your goal. This is where every time something comes to disrupt you that looks juicy to do right now, you ask the question. If I do that thing, will it take me toward my results? And if it doesn't, you don't do it now. So these are all things you learn to do. So in about three months or so, typically, eventually, if you continue to repeat, and this is the fourth principle of success, auto-suggestion, how we learn through repetition, right? It's the, the first law of learning. It's how we learned our multiplication tables. So yes. you've also heard a man can tell himself a lie enough times that he'll believe it. That's yes. how you believe what you believe, whether you do it on purpose or inadvertently, but you've got an indicator of what you really believe by your results. So you can okay. say, I'm a believe this and I believe this, but unless your results are showing it, you're playing a game. That's probably your ego, right? Not really who you are. But anyway, so okay. the subconscious, once that idea, once you've done enough work with it, 
right? You've, you've actually raised your vibration. You've gone through every day. You talking with the right people about it. You're taking action toward it every day or every other day. Eventually, it will impress itself into your subconscious mind where it lives now like the truth. Okay, I know. Everybody believes is true. You see, everybody has their own set of beliefs and they are true for those people. So trying to get someone else to believe what you believe is ridiculous, but you don't know that yet. People okay. don't know that yet. It's, so there are as many views that are accurate as there are people. <laughs> so then what do you do? Well, you gotta find out why they're so hell-bent that they're right, right? Because yeah. they may have something, and that's the synergy. In Stephen Covey's, uh, it's the sixth habit, right? right. Um, okay. So now the subconscious mind, okay? That is, we're gonna call that your heart of hearts. That's what the ancient Greeks called the subconscious. You can't, okay. you can't reject the ideas. You can't see them other than get an indication by what you have. And whatever emotion is tied to that belief, positive or negative, you're going to attract toward you. So if you keep saying, I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick, I'm going to yes. get sick, guess what? That is a low vibration. Eventually, whether you try or not, it's going to go to your subconscious. Once it's planted, you believe it. That's a low vibration. You will attract to you the same vibration you're carrying once you move into action. So see, action is the next piece. So if I'm going for a job and I believe I'm the right one, I have a spring in my step, I have a high vibration, when, and, the, and what I want is moving toward me at the same velocity I'm moving toward it. When I go in and meet the person and shake their hand or actually elbow with them now, um, they're going to go, absolutely, Lana, we want to hire you. We've been waiting for you. Where have you been? But the yes. reverse is true. If I've I had that happen to me. You just described how I got my first couple of jobs. Oh, really? You set the context for yourself at a very high vibration. Well, I was going on interviews. I wasn't getting jobs. And I went to my first mentor and he's, and he put it in my mind. He said, they will be lucky to have you as an employee. Are you kidding me? And then the next interview I went in, I'm like, I got the job. And that, it, right. So you're that is, spot on with that. So thank you. So it's really distinguishing these things. We've all done them, but the real fun, and growing in awareness is saying, oh God, I get that. So you can actually set the context. Now, if you walk around saying, oh, I can't get a job and I, I really shouldn't have applied and oh, there are so many people and why would they want me? And this happens a lot with women because again, they are capable, but their concern, their beliefs are that they're not comfortable in this new world yet. And so they have a low vibration. So when they take action, and they meet the person and they touch elbows with them, it's a low vibration, you're not getting the job. Okay, I got it. Got it? Wow. Do so yeah. you have any more questions? No, no, this is, this is fascinating. <laughs> I'm trying is to that it? If the, yeah, if there is, if there's anything else I, I can Oh, wow. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I got to soak this in. I mean, everything you said resonates. Uh, yeah, and I can go back so many times. You know, you, I was brought up, you know, the power of positive thinking. Mm -hmm. And that was like out there. Okay, what does that mean? But I've been applying it both ways, both ways, the negative and the positive. You know, oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Guess what? I, you don't have enough money. Well, I'm going to be sick. I feel sick. And then you get sick. Oh, well, please, the marketing, you know, in the fall, oh, it's cold season with these big honking noses in the tissues and you run out oh. and get your paracetin, right? Um, one of the things I want to relate to this as a kind of a little anecdote is I want to relate us to the, an acorn. Are you with me? Yes. So the acorn's laying on the ground and it's a seed and it's dying. If you take that acorn and slice it up and put it under a microscope, nowhere will you see an oak tree. That likens to the spiritual seed of an idea. Wow. Now, now you plant the acorn. So what you're doing by repeating and focusing on specifically the idea, the goal that you want, very laser focused purpose, why, what's it going to make available, really in love with the result, how it's going to help people, how you're going to get ahead too. That is the, the trip, the planting, if you will, toward the subconscious mind. When you plant the acorn, it begins to attract to it whatever it needs through its DNA, if you will, to become an oak tree and it pops up through the ground. The same thing happens with us, okay? And it's up to us to do the work between, actually it's one and two, I got this a little off, but okay. between when you get the idea and then it becomes a belief. Now, the, the indicator that you believe it, and by the way, faith is also the same thing. This is exactly how you create faith through auto-suggestion. So I'm okay. using the words as one. When you have perfect faith in something, it lives like the truth for you. It's in your subconscious. It's every cell of your body. And the same thing happens now. Where was I going to go with that? What was I saying? It was right on the edge. Okay. Can I make one while you think? Yeah. yeah. I just thought of, uh, because this is my story. My, when I was 17, my father knew I was going into business. I wasn't hanging out with the right crowd. You know, that's another story. Uh -huh. He planted in my head that CPAs start businesses, they run businesses. And for, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I never thought twice about it. I was like, I'm going to be a CPA. You believed it. Oh, my God. My friends were changing their majors. I was like, I'm going to be a CPA. Yeah. And so that is amazing. Did you remember so, what you want, was going to say? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so 
um, that's a trick really um, that someone's always going to be on your wavelength. So if you ever get in front of a group and you lose where you are, because that happens to me, I'll go off on a tangent. All you have to do is ask somebody. There'll be one or two people that will know exactly where you are. Right? So don't ever worry about that. Um, I was going to tell you that this is one of seven universal laws. Once you learn the principles of success in all seven of the universal laws, can you see that through practicing them, you can influence your results? And the other thing is, is whatever your results are today, because of what we're doing today, tomorrow's will be different. Right, so where you are today is made up of all the things you believed and you learned up until today. Okay. What you do tomorrow, it all includes this. I right? got you. So it includes this. So just remember that all the ideas are here. I believe we're co-creators, that these ideas are gifts, that we, we are the only living thing that can do this. Think about that. Dogs can't do it, right? Worms yeah. and birds can't do it. Only humans. So we're really spiritual beings that are gifted with intellect and a body to take action. That's really how it is. And the idea uses us. There's a great quote by Alfred Adler, uh, an Austrian psychologist and psychiatrist. When I first heard it, I, I couldn't really get it. It took a long time. Have you ever had... Anything like that? Oh. <laughs> so here, here's what he said, or here, here's the quote. I am grateful to the idea that has used me. Wait, say that again? I am grateful to the idea that has used me. <laughs> so the idea has to be used by a human to, to change form to change the energetic form we, we can't no one else can do it because we're the only ones with conscious awareness okay so, good. yeah so um should i come back to you are you happy with what uh, i shared with oh, you oh this this has been amazing yeah you're i'm going to ask you to come back again but now let me ask you something very important you're okay. doing your part okay i have my own story, my own journey. And, you know, it has to do with seeing my mother, being an entrepreneur all those years when she wasn't supposed to be. I didn't even know that. Uh, my mission is to help new women business owners start and stay in business from the practical side. You know, you're from the, the thought side, I guess, but I'm trying to help them with the nuts and bolts of starting a business. How could I or somebody else get that number, 2054, down to 2025? How could we contribute to that? I, I, here's, here's the key. So I want you to think about someone who wins the lottery. And the, and the terrible stories that come from that, right? Now, here's why. When you start a business, grows a little, you learn a little. You got obstacles on a lower level. Then you're gonna, gonna grow a little more. Yes. You're gonna learn a little more. You're gonna have higher 
obstacles, more challenges. The key to continuous learning is keeping this side in balance with this. So, so what happens is when you get up to six and seven figures, you're a vibrational match to manage the money. So it, you have what you're offering is part of this part, which is the continuous learning. As you begin to grow your business, you've got to learn how to do an LLC or an S or an S corp or whatever. And then you've got to, you know, you're going to grow a little bit more and then you might change the status of your business. Right. And then right. maybe you're starting to add. So if you don't do this piece, get off on them. So are you saying that my, my mission is to just help women go through that, that process? The, it's to give them the foundation of the analytics. Okay. Yeah. Keep in mind, I'm a baby boomer and I can speak for myself. I was married for 30 years. I never did the books. One time I took them over, bounced a check and he took them back. That's not to say that he didn't bounce a lot of checks, but he did say, I'd like to do one thing better than you, Leslie. So, so uh, we baby boomers, we, our accounts were together, right? We were yelled at the women. My mother was yelled at. I was yelled at Leslie, what's this check for? Right? So the relationship to money for myself, I have avoided it. I don't like it. I'm triggered by it. It's a low vibration. And I suspect that there are a lot of women like me. So what I want from you, if you were going to help me, is the baby steps, the foundation in such a way that it's not intimidating to me. So it's pretty pictures, right? It's like a game. You know, kids, I remember my children, uh, they would play in the morning before school. And as soon as I said, let's get ready for school, oh, their behavior changed, right? No, oh, yeah. I feel I'm too tired. I can't find my shoe. What, right? So pretty soon I figured out I was just going to keep the game going. So when it was time to get ready, great, I've got a popsicle in the kitchen for anybody who gets their shoes on first. Oh, mommy, mommy, mommy. See, so, uh, so this, this for, for me, I want you to teach me in a fun, I, I want a third grade level. Okay, I'm not ashamed to say that as a boomer. Now, maybe Gen X's and millennials certainly don't need that. But I believe our whole, there's a whole lot of women like me. And yes. what will have me warm up to this balance and make me more successful is if you make me have fun and not be afraid. Okay. What do you think? Leslie, this has been enlightening. It's, uh, it's something that I'd like to share with, okay. with a lot of people, if that's okay. Sure. And last but not least, how do people connect with you? How do they find you? Well, I have a website, Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E-Flowers.com. Mostly you'll find me on Facebook. And my hair is short in the pictures. I have a women's thought leadership group called One Woman's Voice. And I'd love to hear from you. Right now in our thought leadership group, we're running three months. And, and really, Joe, this is... 
I started this, I'm kind of good on big projects. So I started this before we heard all of this. And a lot of my ideas, I thank the universe for giving them to me. But I decided for the next three months, Q2, a great goal would be to offer classes free live inside the Facebook group, kind of like an internal telesummit. And so I got 17 of our members who are experts in different areas who wanted to get uh, a 13-week series out on YouTube to expand their message. And so I guided them through that. And so every day we started Sunday for 13 weeks in that group, there will be 17 different classes running every week. Wow. That is how I am staying engaged um, because faith and fear, there's only one thought at a time. So whatever you're thinking about over and over and over again, remember, we just looked at that. You're going to begin believing. And if you believe that you're going to catch this thing and it's going to be devastating, your vibration will drop and you will be in dis-ease. The natural vibration for us is very high. So faith will outweigh fear. Actually, faith is the only known anecdote to fear, according to Napoleon Hill. So faith is what we build in ourselves by continuous learning. So the whole idea was people would come, it's free, right? I get to build the group. Everybody has a free call to action. So the group is learning to click, to go do something. Um, the teachers get content, they own it, they can transcribe it, they can write a book, right? And then the audience actually is, is standing in faith more right. than they normally would during these times does that make sense awesome so, that that's uh not, it's so generous of you to do that thank you uh you know we need more people like you to step up and be in the solution you know because that's what you are you're in the solution and that's where i'm trying to be not trying to be leslie you i am being. I, I am, am in the solution. I'm being better and I'm better and better at it every day, I notice. Yeah. The other thing that's really fun about this work, I just noticed that even with what's going on in the news, whenever I hear anything negative, my mind instantly goes to what's possible. Before there's like this gap of time, you kind of sit and wallow a little bit and then maybe you know, you'll go, oh, oh, you know, and you, you kind of come out of it and everybody, there's a different amount of time that you kind of wallow in the disappointment, if you will. Well, now what's happening for me is, which is pretty delightful, it's like a dragonfly that lights on the negative and immediately takes off for something new, right? There's 30,000 foot view of, look at all the things we can do, right? Yeah which is the opposite which again is one of the the universal laws the law of polarity or opposites yeah. all right leslie listen this yeah. has been great you know Good. maybe we can do the, the the other six principles at some point well actually the 13 principles you mean the six laws six laws six laws universal. oh yeah i have a whole presentation on that yeah. okay like i said you know i'm so glad that we connected Thank you. uh leslie Leslie Thomas Flowers, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, Leslie Thomas Flowers. You can find her at Leslie 
Flowers.com. She's she's all over Facebook. All you got to do is, is Google her. You'll find her. I highly recommend that you connect with Leslie. Uh, I'm so glad that I did. She's taught me in the short period of time that I've been, you know, chatting with her. And I'm looking forward to, to more chats with Leslie. So that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Joe DeChara, thanks for listening. Bedrock Business builders.com and bedrockuniversity.com over and out thank you